Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Ran. And my name is Emily. And in this podcast, we talk about all things Stranger Things. And we are going to finish off our series of Stranger Things Day videos this week. Yeah, however that happened. <laughs> yeah, we have spent the last few years getting absolutely no content from Stranger Things Day, and then this year it gave us enough content for a month. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought? We also actually then managed to do um, our themes that we did back when the podcast started. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, we're like, oh, we'll do a different theme a month. We did it for the first like four, and then went no, that's it now. I feel like if we're being nostalgic over the podcast, this is the first podcast we've recorded um, since Spotify Wrapped 2021 dropped. Yeah. So this is exciting because I mean I didn't know it was a thing last year, so I didn't look last year. So I'm saying that this is the first year that this happened because I didn't even know it was a thing. And I'm saying it's the first one that actually only matters because last year was like, <laughs> you have two listeners in one <laughs> country. But we got ours, didn't we? And we were sharing our own personal top listen to people and artists. And, and viewing that everyone had driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> yes. But... It was also really cool because we also had Spotify wrapped as people that have our own content on Spotify. So thank you to everybody that's listened in 2021. Go read our Instagram post and our Tumblr post um, for the cheesiness. Um, I won't get any more cheesy than I've already gotten, but you can go read our post to see, to see that. And speaking of Instagram, Instagram's a place where you can find us. And there are many places where you can also find us. And those places are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music and Audible.com. Remember, you can also listen on Alexa. I feel like we don't plug that one enough. But you can do those things at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast and YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. I am getting too smooth for that. I feel like one day I just need to mix it up. I know every week I say that, I'm like, oh, I mixed up the order. But no, I really need to mix up the framework of it. It's coming in like, it's like too much of a routine at the moment. I mean, last podcast, I have like outtakes of you not doing it, so. But in general, it's like a routine. <laughs> it's like the same system. I even like finish it off with the Hawkins do coffee. The same way every single time. So next week you're going to be in for a treat. What will happen? Who knows? I don't. Um, we have a question of the week, which we'll get into in a second, um, because it's kind of the topic of our podcast. We were thinking, we've got all the episode titles now, whether they're real, whether they're fake, who knows, but we have them all. Um, and in a nine episode season, we don't really know what's going to happen. And we talk a lot about theories and what we want, what we don't want, and theories from the past that could, could end up true. And that kind of thing. I'm just plugging all our episodes now. Um, but you, you know what I mean? You've got, we've got all those things that we kind of include in it. Um, so we thought this week we'll have a little bit of fun with it. We'll keep it chilled, keep it relaxed. And this week we will run through our personal season four. And we've asked you to do that as well. So on Instagram, we ask you what you want to see in season four, whether it was a complete run through, whether it was just an overall theme. But we're going to be running through ourselves uh, from episode one, the Hellfire Club, right down to the piggyback what we think is going to be in season four. I will put a disclaimer on this, first of all. We do not know. We know 
as much as probably the majority of people. Not gonna lie, there are pictures. <laughs> we have yes. seen. We've made that clear. There are pictures out there, but we know we we don't really know what's happening in those. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't take what we're saying as gospel. If it turns out to be true, let us know and remember that we said it here. Um, but um, and also we are no in no way affiliated with Netflix or Stranger Things. But if you would like us to be affiliated with you, Netflix and Stranger Things, just. Please, send us please, a DM. Literally all I want. But on that note, though, if we turn out to say there is a leak out there, anything like that, if we turn out to be true, maybe let us know that part. Um, but if yes. it turns out to be false, um, don't don't tell us. Just let us live in our little bubble. I feel like this is like a it's it's an important thing because like I'm a firm believer that if you want to find spoilers, you can go find spoilers. But if you don't want to find spoilers, then don't give them do you know what I mean yeah so that's the disclaimer for uh, our little ideal season four so what we'll do first of all then I'll just go through what you want what you the public want for season four um as always you can always message us do all that kind of stuff outside of this if you now thought listening to this thing actually you know what I have some ideas what I want in season four let us know on Instagram Tumblr Twitter wherever mm-hmm. um and who knows? You might make it on. You probably will make it on because that's what we do here. So we have people want to learn more about Elle's backstory and the Hawkins National Lab. Um, I want to see how Brenner is really involved with the Upside Down and is he the real villain in the show? Uh, all in all, my ideal season four is seeing how all these plots connect and filling some plot holes that have been open far too long. Like, why will? Exactly. Why will? Why will? Still standing by that part. Why will? They said, um, which considering each season we get less of, uh, we get less of Will, leads me to think we'll never know. Finally, I want a season full of laughs, psychological thrills, fears, tears, and more importantly, no wasted time spent on cheesy musicals and lost sisters. (laughs) Getting right to the point on that one there. Um, See, it's interesting. I don't necessarily have a problem with never ending story iconic moment it is what i do have a problem with um is that never ending story is now seen as stranger things and that's kind of how people now look at stranger things as never ending story and i feel like this is the bit that's gonna get us unassociated with stranger things and netflix but i feel like the marketing team for stranger things now is kind of like oh do you remember this fun moment in season three do you remember yeah. when Dustin and Susie sang a song? And I don't know. I think it is a shame. I, I, I do think it's a shame because I feel like you've got all this stuff in. I mean, I'm, as I said, we, we love season two. So we're, no, we're not hiding the fact that we think season two is the best season. But I feel like you've got all that stuff that's happening in season two. And even in season one. And now it's like never ending story. is <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. That's my little that's my little rant. I didn't mind that it took up a part of the episode. It was a really iconic moment and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. I feel like then the rest of the episode just got so like wiped out by the never ending story moment. I feel like the fact that it had a a soundtrack, like like it had like an instrumental. It wasn't just them singing, it was like a like where did the music come from? It was like a really surreal Yeah, it's like Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Brenner gets his in that explosion from the teaser and some kind of epic plot twist. I can see that. I can kind of see that, actually. 
And then finally, this was my, this is my favourite response, to be honest. Um, one that cares about all the characters. <laughs> so let's now do our version of season four. So let's start at the very beginning. Let's start with the Hellfire Club. Very good place to start. So how is your ideal Hellfire Club? Um, I would like to see everyone, in my opinion, I think a really good intro to season four could be very similar to the intro to season two, where we get everyone's kind of wrap-ups, like like a little, here's what you missed, but not like an actual here's what you missed, but like it, you're kind of immediately thrown into like, okay, so this person is here and they are doing this, and this person is here and they are doing this. Like, I think that was done so well in season two. Um, I've been really vocal about that. I talk about it all the time. It's one of my favourite episodes uh, in the whole season. And I just think it, it's done really well um, in in that way. And, and I think it, it would be good to kind of set up the dynamic for every person, like, and kind of where they are and what's been happening and um, how everyone's kind of feeling. Because obviously they're in high school. They've been in high school for months now Ellen Willer in California like I kind of want to know what's going on there I imagine that we'll probably see like Argyle in this episode and see kind of what he's doing and like him and Jonathan um and I just think it could be a really good like a good little that would be my ideal one it's like a wrap-up and then I think that we'll see the um I'll just say running up the hill scene uh, in season I won't say anything more than that but I think we'll see that in this episode and I do think that an opening for the episode could be the dice rolling that was on the Stranger Things Twitter um, it wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of one of the opening scenes of this season um, and like I could see them playing D&D and that rolling and then Eddie being like Welcome to the Hellfire Club. And then it doing the credits or something like that. I think that would be really cool. And then after the credits, we see like where people are in different different bits. Um, and then I think that there might be a tiny bit at the end where we see Hopper. Like the the like cliffhanger at the end of that episode will be similar to the way it is in season one. Because um, I thought before that maybe that's how we'd see the buyers, that they'd be at the end of the episode. But I actually think like my ideal season could be that they're in it and that the little in thing at the end would just be Hopper in Russia. I think that'll be the, the, the end of episode one. I've gone kind of similar, but kind of not to you actually. So I think, I think the Hellfire Club's going to be more Hawkins centric as an episode. I think we're going to be, I'd be very surprised if we went outside of Hawkins um, for this one. Going off your dice roll moment, only because I just thought of it. I wonder, because the dice roll... Um, it finishes on 11, right? Yeah. I wonder if if that's going to be the end of the episode instead. And we'll throw oh. the dice, it will land on 11, and then we'll cut to Elle either waking up or finishing her little project or something like that. I wonder if that's how we'll see the intro to them. However, um, I don't necessarily know. And that's very different to what I've got on my little list here. But I've just thought that it could happen. Um, so yeah, I said it's going to be our intro to Hawkins. I think... It's going to be obviously going to be very D&D based. Um, so we're going to see Eddie. We're going to see how Eddie works within the school. Get to know about a bit more about him. Um, and within that, I do think we're going to see how everyone's doing. Because I think, I feel like they will be aware that it has been, what well, will be like three years since 
we've really last seen everyone, depending on when it comes out. So I think we're going to need some kind of, do you remember Mike? This is him now. Um, Here he is. Kind of thing. Um, I do think we're going to see more into their friendships. I don't think they're going to be friend friends. Um, Which I think is telling from the running up the hill clip where we just see uh, Mike and Dustin. We, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, everyone's seen the clip, to be honest. Everyone knows it's out there. Um, We just see Mike and Dustin. We don't really see anyone else with them. And also if you listen to audition tapes, um, they say about one of the characters, I can't remember the code name for the character but it's very clearly just talking about Mike and Dustin and how mm-hmm. one of their friends who's it's going to really bother me I'll think of it halfway through and I'll say it um is at basketball practice so they can't be at uh the Hellfire Club meeting um so I'm gonna gonna assume that Lucas is a bit more distant and Max I think going by the Dear Billy episode we're gonna see some stuff there the end of the episode however I feel like it might be a callback to season one episode one where we see l with the flashlight and i think what it's going to be that's going to be essentially our villain introduction um that will throw it in right at that last minute and i don't know how they're going to do it but somehow it'll happen but i think that's how we're going to see that's how we're going to see our main villain just like a little literally like a little clip and then we'll cut to the cut to the credits so that is that is my episode one i think of season four i did write down as our what is hawkins like because everyone like in hawkins now people know about the shady stuff so that is just something i forgot to say but i'd like to see how the people of hawkins are with hawkins that is the point actually i forgot about that that everyone kind of knows so i feel like we are going to get some kind of negativity then towards the hellfire club um because we satanic panic yeah, exactly. We've got a big thing about satanic panic um, and all that going on. So I think Hawkins might be a bit anti-D&D. Um, so we'll yeah. see how. Is the Hellfire Club like a little roots thing? I'm not saying like it's an underground D&D operation, but is there that kind of thing going on? Is it like an outright no one can play it? And so they're having to do it in their own way. Yeah. Who, who knows? You know that Karen Wheeler is all over satanic panic you know yeah. that right like yeah. she's like maybe is it that maybe literally D is banned um <laughs> then it has to and the hellfire club is called the hellfire club because it's like because they can't outright go this is our D club so we're having to do it kind of like yeah. underground so to speak it's like a D version of a speakeasy essentially who, who knows <laughs> Um, shall I start with episode two? Yes. What do you think about episode two? This is my Vecna's curse. Um, I'm going to stick with my idea that I do think it is D&D campaign. And I feel like that's how they're yeah. going to pass it off. I think they'll pass it off as their campaign has to do with Vecna. We spoke about this last episode or maybe the one before when, well, like it wasn't as prominent in um, the version of D&D they'll be playing. And then mm-hmm. it's one that's more prominent in the, the later editions of it. Um, but I still think that's what it's going to be. I think it will be a thing of we're playing with Vecner as our thing here. This is how it's going to work. I think that'll be why the title was Vecner's Curse. But I do think it's going to be more Hawkins-based in episode again. Um, we may get some reference to the Krill House within this. 
I'm thinking, because that is a that's a plot that we need to bring into it somewhere. Um, so I, I do wonder if maybe we've got some, we've had word of some shady things going on or have gone in the town and some investigation starts to go down with that. I don't know, maybe it's kind of like how they compared it to things before when, mm-hmm. you know, like with the Mind Flayer, we're like, oh, what's happening with Will kind of sounds like the Mind Flayer. Maybe Dustin's kind of gone we're playing this campaign and actually this sounds very similar to this case that happened in this house. And so they're like, oh, must be Vecna. Or, you know what I mean? Or something, something like that they're, they're going on with it. I also think maybe this is where we're going to get some kind of indication that Mike's going off to California on a plane. Um, I think this will be our little thing there because we have to introduce that somewhere that he's going to be with the buyers. And I think... This I don't, he's not gonna go here because it's only episode two I think but I think this yeah, is where we're gonna no, get our no, introduction to it and I think this may be then when we see Russia for the first time in my opinion that I I've said well I mean I've written here just as a reminder that Hopper still exists um, but and I'm very aware then that I haven't got California in this but. I maybe Mike receives a letter and we see Elle writing the letter. I, I don't know. Something will be happening then, I think. But I think in my mind we'll see Russia in episode two. I've said um the same, like quite high hellfire club heavy. Um but I also think that whatever like I'm pretty sure we can assume that Vecna is the big bad for season four. So I think that however that's going to play a part will be in this episode, but not in a way that's obvious to the viewer. Yeah. So I think that there'll be some some plot line that seems so irrelevant to this just tiny D&D campaign that they're talking about. But actually, in hindsight, it'll like really tie in. Um, I actually weirdly said about the buyers and I said that if we've been thrown by Vecna and we've been thrown by it being there, that it could be that there's more buyers in this episode. Or like if it if it is a Russia thing, is this where Joyce gets the doll? I've said like, is Joyce going to get the doll in this episode or episode three? Yeah, I've wondered about episode three with that kind of thing going on yeah so i feel like we it is going to be hawkins heavy but i feel like there is going to be more to this episode as well and i would like to see that i don't think i don't think i want too big hawkins heavy Hmm. like i'm not i know i've got i've got to have the russia plot but i I don't want to wait until like chapter three to then get like a solid buyer's content Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that, I mean, obviously Hawkins is Hawkins, but I, I do think Hawkins is going to be bigger than we all yeah, thought I agree. it was going to be. I think agree. a lot of people are expecting, because Elle is with the buyers, we're going to be with Elle a lot, but actually I think, even going by the teasers, that we are going to be going to be in Hawkins for the majority of the season. I agree. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Which actually ties in to my piggyback episode when we get to that. So chapter three, the monster and the superhero. I think that this is the project episode. I the, said the same and I would thing. 
Yeah. I would love for this to be... I think I said this when we were briefly talking about the chapter titles. Um, When we did that episode of the podcast. And I said, I like the idea of the monster and the superhero being literally the theme. Not... Because obviously the theme of the project is heroes. But I like the symbolism of like... Hopper being the superhero and fighting the monsters and everything that happened that could symbolize the monsters and then also it kind of I, I, I did make a comparison in that episode about um Will's project like Alan Turing being the superhero and the way that people then treated him afterwards even though he did an amazing thing um and like the evilness of the governments in both of those situations yeah. mm-hmm. um so I feel like that that's this episode. I feel like Russia is going to be in this episode. And I think that um, Hopper's little friend, I can never remember his name. The one that... No, I can't either. But Hopper's friend. Hopper's one friend. Hopper's friend. Yeah. I always want to say Yuri and I know it's not Yuri because I know he's the fish and fly. But I, yeah. Um, I feel like that could also be this episode because he could be the superhero as well because he's helping Hopper he's like maybe he's trying to get Hopper out um I feel like Murray is gonna make an appearance in this episode and as much as I hate to say superhero and it is not my ideal because chapter four is called Dear Billy I can possibly see some Billy flashbacks in this episode with Max if we're all thinking about what happened in the previous season but uh billy is not a superhero in my mind and that is not my ideal but that is something i think could be realistic within this episode my episode three for some reason is actually the one that i had the least idea for um so i've said for this that i do think it's gonna be california based this one i think this is probably going to be most California heavy episode, especially with the translation that we said about before, where it was super heroin, uh, which implies female superhero. Um, so it's the monster and the female superhero. So I'm going to imagine it's more to do with Elle. So I think, I, I agree. I think the projects will be in this one. Um, really, that's all I've got for that one. I think it's going to be more how the buyers are doing. I still don't think Mike's going to be there yet. No. Because um, I think this is still going to be school time. And I think Dear Billy is just going to be in school time as well. But I think we're going to have a little... It's going to be like at the very end, but we'll get to do Billy in a second. Um, I wouldn't be surprised then if the project's coming up, if we see a bit more Russia. Um, I don't think we'll see... I mean, to be honest, we probably will see a lot of Russia because I really don't know how it's fitting in. So I'm going to go with you and say, actually, we'll see some Hopper in this episode and we'll see a bit more... A bit more of that, especially if we talk about the projects and just see how he's getting along on his railroads and all that kind of thing um but no i think yeah but we'll see how the buyers are doing a lot yeah. more than we did in the previous ones and that's all i've got for that but dear billy however i have a couple more ideas actually you yeah what are your ideas for dear billy because i actually don't have as much for dear billy as i had for the monster and the superhero. Interesting. So I think we're just going to be in school. Just. And I think it's going to be a case of as soon as it's either the last day or the day before the last day. And then we're going to see Mike arrive in California. I think he's going to arrive in episode four. 
Me too. I've said the exact same thing. I've literally put an arrow from it and put my girls in California in this episode. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be very clearly Max based this episode. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with the idea that I think it's like a I think I think people have been saying it's like the idea of a therapy and that she's writing letters to try and you know say I think did we say it that the things that she wants to say that she didn't say before. Yeah, exactly. And it's just dealing with the fact that she saw however much she didn't like her brother. She saw her brother die in front of her eyes um, in almost like a sacrifice ending, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be dealing a lot with that. So I imagine, yeah, we might see some flashbacks and maybe when they're a bit younger and that kind of thing. And yeah, just see how, I wondered that. Yeah, just see how they were before Billy turned, uh, I guess. Because as, as I said in the books, we mentioned it before, that they do show moments where they kind of get along. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, um, I do think within that, though, we might get a bit more of some mindscapey, dreamscapey things going on. Um, We've said the same thing. Interesting. Like, we have said the exact, everything you have said I have written down. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that's when we're going to get more of that then. I think we're going to start to see how... The big bad. We're going to say Vecna. Presumably Vecna is the big bad unless there is a massive twist ending. Um, See a lot more of how that's playing into it. See those flashbacks a bit more. We might then within that get a little more with Elle. Maybe some stuff seeping through. And mm-hmm. especially when Mike arrives in California. I have also put Will Third Will era begins here. Um, and I think we're has it see... ever ended? Exactly. Let's be real. Um, but I think we're going to see Will a bit annoyed. I think we'll go from seeing Will probably a little bit excited um, that his friend's finally visiting to then being like, "Great, so my friend is only visiting for his girlfriend." And I think mm-hmm. that's what we're going to see a little bit more here. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic. But I think that's what that's what I think is going to happen in Dear Billy. I completely agree. I've said pretty much exactly the same thing, except I have said um, I think that Max sorting through her feelings is needed. I I really like the fact that they're doing that. Um, because no, I feel I'm like Ryan a lot. as well. I think we needed to see that, really, yeah. because clearly, I mean, we saw in that clip of the end of season three, she's not doing too well with it. No, um, and also I said, are we going to see Max and Lucas and how their dynamic is i'm also really interested because obviously sadie sink has been doing a lot of um stuff recently because she's like in taylor Swift's short film which is the best thing that ever happened to me and um she did i don't know if it was like a proper interview but someone said to her about season four she said you're gonna see a different side of max i'm gonna be quite glad because i feel like we obviously we have seen max in season two and season three but the bits of max we have seen have been I don't want to say very kind of like she's sarcastic and uh-huh. she's a bit not like other girls, but not in the same way that Jonathan is not like other <laughs> girls, so to speak. Um, but you know what I mean? That she's she's the cool girl who skateboards and she does this and does that. So I'm going to yeah. be quite glad. I mean, obviously she was a bit more, I don't want to say a bit more girly in season three, but you know what I mean? And a lot of people online complained about that, saying that she wasn't the same Max we saw. But I thought actually she very much was she was still that kind of you do what you want kind of character and i thought that was very max yeah yeah um but i'm i am excited to see sadie go at it essentially same because she was great in the all too well short film like 
that argument in the kitchen bring I want I want to see similar energy Max is my favorite Sadie is my favorite I can't wait what I will add quickly then actually with Mike arriving in California um and because we said we had similar things but you've just reminded me that Finn obviously did that little interview where we know that Mike gets a monologue a bit of an emotional monologue yeah um so I do wonder if kind of like how Max isn't doing too well is Mike not doing too well he also Either. apparently is on a famio that someone looks out for him this season. Yeah, so I'm going to assume that it's not the going away to California is going to be almost like a, it's an escape because things are finally okay because I'm with my girlfriend again. But is he kind of, is that his end goal essentially that he keeps thinking, oh, I'm just going to go here and it's going to be fine and gets to California and surprise, nothing is fine. And then has a bit of an emotional outburst later, but we'll get to that get to that in a little bit but there's a little side note about mike there yeah i agree i think i think be, i think their like reunion will be the end of the episode though yeah no i think so yeah um so the nina project i have <laughs> two separate things for what i think the nina project could be um so my main one is that i think that it's going to be focusing on l and kind of tracking L down because I think if Mike has arrived, if it is that maybe he's arrived and they're still kind of under some kind of surveillance or that kind of thing, like I think we're going to see the people that seem to be restraining her in the trailer in this episode kind of looking out for her a little bit. I said um, the same thing actually on the note. I said, Does L get taken? in this episode because of that little clip i've put focusing on l tracking her down is this the roller skating one and she has the carry moment where her powers come back or some semblance of her powers come back and then they get home and then we've got the shooting at the buyer's house and the big chase situation going down um and then i also think that there could be a hawkins section with researching and investigating i feel like there's kind of going to be like a switch in this episode um and yeah it's gonna we're, we're gonna see a bit more of stuff kind of peppered in i also feel like this um could be sort of like a big episode for each storyline mm. so i feel like we might see a breakthrough in russia as well mm. Interesting. I'm kind of an episode or two later on the breakthrough kind of episode, but um, the Nina Project, I mean, we've been into it a lot. Um, but um, I do think, I agree, I think it's going to be very L centric. I think yeah. we're going to get more an idea of actually what it is or some kind of seed being planted as mm-hmm. to what it is here. Um, I'm wondering if it's a cross thing between russia and california somehow yeah Um, i've put a link i've literally put link with an arrow between them both yeah um i've gone for that with the sole idea of once again gonna get the plot in somehow because i just have no idea how russia is fitting in to be honest um but i think it makes sense i mean we know that russia are doing stuff with demogorgons yeah for some reason um and california have a door I think, yeah, I think the Nina Project is going to be... Obviously, it's something to do with Elle. I'm standing by that. I think something to do with either getting her to either remember somehow or 
because I think obviously we've got the Hawkins lab massacre thing going on I think why would we why would that be a thing if we weren't trying to get some kind of memory for her so is it almost like a thing of actually we'll say that now I'm not going to say that yet because that is my plot point for episode seven um but I think clearly they want Elle for something um and whether it's as a weapon whether it's obviously that was said in season one or just to get back at the russians or maybe it's something something else maybe something bigger is going on and that's why they're linking russia and russia and uh, the americans yeah the guy said it's with the character descriptions one of the people that is restraining ill his description is like thinks he can finally stop the horror in hawkins once and for all hmm I forgot um, about that bit, but I'm very glad you brought that up because it fits very well then with my episode seven. I was going to say, you do your episode six because I have no clue. So I have intentionally left this one blank because you also had an idea for this one that you were excited about while we were planning. So when we were planning, we didn't share our thoughts with each other, with what the other one thought, but Emily did get very excited about the dive. Um, You're going to so be very disappointed, have... by the way, because it's like the most insignificant thing, and I just thought, I was like, ah, oh, that'll be clever if that's what it is. Um, but I can think, like, I've been trying to think about what happens in this, in this episode, and honestly, my brain is blank. All I've put is that I think six to nine is going to be more heavy focus like I feel like it's still going to mainly be Hawkins and California as the main focus but I feel like there's going to be more focus in episode six to nine with Joyce and Murray in Russia that's mm. that's all I think I think that six could be the start of actually seeing them mm. in Russia yeah okay yeah. yeah that makes sense you go okay so the dive obviously we know Steve dived into some water he um, does. so I said uh what for who knows um, I think Steve diving could be to do like the mindscape, dreamscapey kind of thing again. I think it's gonna be search. Think there's a clue there. Maybe it's something to do with the crew house because we know they spend a lot of time there. We see clocks a lot. They could be grabbing some kind of has something fallen to the bottom of a lake. Um, or is this something within Steve's mind, and yeah. he's finding something in his mind to try and stop whatever there, or is he trying to get out of it? Who knows? Um, I stand by the idea it could be like a dive into the mind, like a metaphorical dive. Um, and obviously then that's figuring out what to do with there. But this is my little clever thing. It's not, it's actually the most insignificant little thing at all. Um, we see a restaurant in the little teaser. Um, it's a dive, little dive bar. Kind of thing. <laughs> is that what the dive literally is? That's so. That is so. Duffer Brothers. See what I mean? That's what I said. It's the kind of thing that they would yeah. do. Is it literally? Is that what it's it is? It's a dive. It's a dive. It's a dive on the way. We see it in the dark as well. It's not during the day, so it is literally that kind of thing. It's a, it's a dive on the drive. Um, and I yeah, I literally said, is it literally? Is it literally a dive? Um, the stop, maybe, and maybe this is the episode then when Elle gets taken. So I've gone an episode later, but I think maybe this is where that happens then, because then that ties in nicely then with the massacre at Hawkins' lab. Yeah. So I think that's what I think's happened in episode six. I think it's going to be a bigger episode than we think, because also it's like mid-season. 
Yeah. Um, so I think that's where our plot is essentially going to go. Here we go. I think that's why I was struggling so much because I was like, I feel like this is part of the big turning point. And I obviously don't know what's going to happen in the season. So I don't know what the turning point no. is going to be. Um, I really like the idea of it being literally just like a dive bar. Because I think, I mean, if we're going as simple as people think Steve diving relates to the dive, why can yeah. it not be just literally the restaurant? Does, um, yeah, because also we don't actually see Steve dive. Like No, we see him in water, but that's all we, we see. We see him in water, but we don't see him dive. Like We no. don't see him diving. Hmm. Um, I'm only thinking as literal as like holly jolly it's literally just the Christmas lights are up so holly jolly Christmas holly looks at some lights holly jolly I feel like the duffers would do something literally as like a dive the dive and Elle gets taken there at the dive makes sense I really hope that's right because I'd be really proud of that (laughs) yeah that would be really cool I'd love that I'd love that so episode 7 the massacre at Hawkins lab um, I mean, I think in this episode, correct me if I'm wrong, and this is a bit of a reach, um, but I think in this episode we might have a flashback to the massacre at Hawkins Lab. It's so funny because I said the same thing. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that with no context, we've been able to both come to the simultaneous conclusion that we were going to see the massacre at Hawkins Lab. No, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. But I also think we might see more of the Creole house in this episode as well. Because here is my, how I've linked this. There was a massacre at Hawkins Lab and there was a massacre at the Creole house. Ah, yeah, there was. So... Elle obviously has repressed what we assume, the massacre at Hawkins Lab. What if there's a reason? What if it was some kind of monster, some kind of big bad, something that caused the massacre at Hawkins Lab? And literally, that's the reason why Elle survived is because she was in the cell, not in the room. Um, What if that same thing is what caused the massacre at the Creel house? I've actually gone very similar but a different way around that um the way i've written it so i've said similar thing i think that l was made to remember yes um and maybe this is where she properly gets her powers back i think so too but then i've said why do they need them back and this is where my little point from earlier coming to it where i didn't want to say it is it to balance out like the balance of power between the mind flayer slash vecna presuming vecna is our big bad so we need Ooh. Elle's powers back because then that fits yeah. in then with the Sullivan guy like thinks he knows a way to solve the problems of Hawkins all along. It's because things are out of balance. And so I've said, are we going to see essentially Vecna's creation in this episode? Are we going to see, going with the idea of the, the massacre at the, the lab and the massacre at the Krill house? Um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Maybe... Victor Creole did go a bit crazy. But I feel like maybe it is a Vecna's doing. He was um, possessed by something. Yeah, especially since we know the little spoiler about him gouging out his eyes. Thanks, and Robert said, England. maybe is this what he is seeing in his mind or not then? Um, so I, th- I wonder then if either Elle did the massacre or Elle did something that created something that happened the massacre and this thing was... Vecna. We've also got number one in the mix. Maybe one number one created Vecna, or number one is related to Vecna in some kind of way. 
who who knows that's my massacre at hawkins lab yeah i i i agree i think that's gonna be quite a big one i've said uh, in hawkins a like big like dun 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 discovery is found i think that's gonna be yeah papa is an interesting one i think obviously we're gonna see brenner in mm-hmm. this episode, I feel like we'll see him in the Massacre at Hawkins lab. I think he'll be the he'll be a reveal at the end of the episode, and we'll see him properly in this one. Um, but is it actually him? Um, I feel like if it is him, we'll get some kind of final showdown with him, and it'll be kind of like Elle sorting that out in her mind once and for all. I feel like this one will be not it's like it's not a finish to Elle's arc, but it's a finish to Elle's arc with Brenna I think we'll see yeah. in see this that. episode and I feel because I feel like post this and then going into season five presuming there is a season five um which I feel like we all can presume because season four is not the last one um that post this episode then it's not gonna be Brenna focused it's gonna be let's actually deal with what's gone on with Hawkins and yeah. fix things to save the world essentially um but I said maybe in this we'll either see a Hopper return or Elle finds out that he's actually alive in this episode. I have said something similar, which ties into the arc being finished. Okay. So I said, um, are we going to see Brenner's return or like his legacy? So someone, I hate calling it a legacy, but like someone's tried to continue the work that he did hmm. somehow. Um, but I think we're going to see him. I think he'll be back and it's going to be that. Um, I feel like this could be the Vecna reveal as well. Um, like the end of this episode could be the Vecna reveal. But I have said Elle's powers, using them, she sees Hopper properly. Mm. Like she yeah. properly sees that he is alive. And that's an actual good parent. Like yeah. that's her dad, that he's her dad. Mm. And then she's like yeah I'm done with you as in to Brenna like she finally Mm. has that moment of like he's my dad you are awful gonna sort this out kind of thing yeah yeah I think that makes sense for that one um I've said in this episode as well that this is where Elle gets rescued um yes by the I've called them the pizza gang at the moment I've seen various names online but I'm going to go for Pizza Gang for now until I can remember because people online definitely had a much better name. What um, if we'd call them Surfer Boys? Surfer Boys or the Pizza Pals. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> That's adorable. I just, oh, the Pizza Pals. I'm going to call them the Pizza Pals and them. I'll get rescued by the Pizza Pals. Um, they, for some reason, go back to Hawkins. I don't know why they're going back to Hawkins. But they're going back to Hawkins. I'm going to assume then, if we see some kind of that kind of stuff in the Massacre at Hawkins lab, Elle's like, hi, let's go save the world. Or we obviously know as well that Nancy isn't with them. Bit odd that, the, that they've kind of been like, Mike, you go uh, off on your own. Maybe Mike kind of knows more what's going on in Hawkins. Like, oh yeah, this is a thing that happened. And it's kind of like actually Mike going away was almost like an escape for him but not that he's running away from what's going on in hawkins but it's kind of like i just want to break so maybe we'll get the monologue in this episode yeah i can see that i can see that um with chapter nine our finale 
Um, piggyback. So we spoke in our episode titles episode about all the various translations of piggyback and how it's different in different languages. But sort of the general consensus is like, a plan is made. There's some by kind of secret L. by L. Some kind of secret, like infiltration, sneaky situation. Um, so I've said Hawkins reunion slash return. Um, and I've sort of just thought the same thing. Um, and I think... Like, it makes sense for them to all go back to Hawkins because there's less people to go back to Hawkins than there is to leave Hawkins, if that makes sense. Um, so, final showdown in Hawkins. I feel like everyone's going to have their little reunion and everyone's kind of going to be together, except I don't think Hopper's going to be back in America. I feel like in the finale it's going to be... I feel like we'll see Joyce and Hopper have a reunion and all I want, like, from all of it, just anything that happens in this season, all I need is for Joyce to make a comment about how he stood her up as a joke. Like, yeah. Like, I just you need... You missed a reservation. I've literally just put Enzo's reference, like, mm. in my notes. I've literally written Enzo's <laughs> reference. I need there to be some kind of, like, he says something like, did I miss it? Or is it still too late? Like, are we going to make our reservation? And then a dropper kiss. <laughs> and then a dropper kiss. Finally! Please! It's all I want. They've been waiting for this four seasons. The Hawkins Day is a podcast where we don't talk about shipping apart from Joyce and Hopper. <laughs> for just over six years. It'll be six years that I've been watching this show at this point and thinking, I need them. I need them together. So I I need some kind of actual reunion that's like a proper Joyce and Hopper reunion. And, and then Murray I makes sw- a comment about the tension that he noticed. Murray in makes three. a comment about the tension. And it and it breaks um, the entire scene, essentially. I saw someone on Tumblr, like back when season three had just come out, that made a comment, is it like a Hunger Games situation where Peter forgets Katniss at the end of mm. Catching Fire. We said this. We said... We, we memory, did say this. We did. We said it's his memory wipes, essentially, that yeah. he doesn't know yeah, who we she did. is. That he's been, like, brainwashed. That was our first if, thought. If that happens, I'll fight Matt and Ross Duffer, personally. Mm. Um, but what I actually need is an Enzo's reference and Murray to make a reference about how they're kissing and they need to actually be getting out of yeah i can see that wherever they are and i think this will be the gun the flamethrower scene uh i forgot all about that actually <laughs> i've just I compl- to be, be honest scene. i've completely forgotten that russia is even a plot in season four um uh, which is i just terrible. got my heart on hopper that's that's the only reason why i remember is joyce and hopper Oh, I need to rewatch that too. I, literally, I just forgot that entire scene existed. <laughs> yeah. Oops. My piggyback. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, so I put next to it, Eleven's plan as a reminder that was translation. So I put, yeah. guess saving Hawkins and L has a plan? Question mark, question mark. Uh, saving Hopper too, because we probably should. Uh, so I agree with you Please. that, you know, we're going to get Hopper back somehow and I, I think actually it'll be w- what you said we'll get, maybe get an Enzo reference or he will have tragically forgotten um I said is Elle's plan to kind of finish everything once and for all mm-hmm. is it like to finish Vecna um I think is it to finish Vecna et al 
Um, so it's literally just closing everything. Not that she's listened to Sullivan, who had the ideas of you know the way to finish it, but maybe she's kind of just taken this in a bit. Because we know that Elle not has a hero complex. That's the wrong way to describe her. But if she, you know, if she's set on something, if she thinks she can do it, she'll do it. So I, I do wonder if maybe that's kind of what it is. It doesn't fit with the translation of the infiltration. But I'm going to go by their basis. We're not meant to know the translations, apart from the one that is Eleven's plan. I'm going to say this once, and once only. What if the link to the infiltration uh, is not L infiltrates, but the Vecna has infiltrated? Anyway, continue. Could have. It could have. Could have. Um... To be honest, actually, that could work. I've just thought of this, just reading it. It is the plan to kind of beat the Vecna at his own game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's going into mines or dreams, whatever, L does the same thing. Something we know she can kind of do it when she like touches someone's wrists. Um, she does it with her mum, she does it with Billy. So maybe she's like, if he can do it to others, I can do it to him. And tries to get in that way. Because it's infiltrating. Yeah, I wonder if what, not that I am defending the people that hold her hostage and whatever, but what if they realise that she has to remember everything for her powers to become bigger than they already are? What if, like, her remembering everything gives her a knowledge of just how much she can do and that means that she can then do these things without having to touch someone? So she doesn't have to touch the Vecna. She can just, like, do all she of this. get in. It does worry me, though, that if she says this is the plan to end everything, that mm-hmm. she is somehow connected and it's going to be that she... I know we're probably going to have more seasons because they've said four isn't the last one, but it worries me that she is not going to come out of this season looking very good. Yeah, but we do know as well that so they've kind of touched on... And they touched on it a little bit in season two and season three, actually, that when Will was possessed by the Mind Flayer, the whole thing was we can't actually get... Mm-hmm. We can't destroy the Mind Flayer without destroying Will. And Brain dies, body dies. Yeah, exactly. The same thing happened in season three. Um, so, you know, they're not going to shy away from that. Maybe it's a similar kind of thing here. Is the Vecna L's Mind Flayer, so to speak? I still don't know how the Mind Flayer is fitting into this. I, I on I, vacation. Yeah, maybe he literally is. He's just kind of like, you know what, I'm sitting the season out. Like, Will isn't doing anything, so I'm not doing anything either. Uh, maybe that's what's going on. Who, who knows? Um, I've said that we're going to have the party all together in this. I think that's kind of obvious, if not from the fact that Millie Bobby Brown posted a picture of her and Sadie Sink um, <laughs> on set one day. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we can safely say that there's going to be an Ellen Max that. reunion. Um I said things are kind of better for everyone for a, a moment. Will's kind of like, you know what? I'm a third wheel, but it's okay because I don't have any other plots. Um, Lucas and Max are on amicable terms. Dustin. Dustin's still singing. Who knows? He sings Just a song. With Susie. It's like, oh, do you remember Nancy. I sang Never Ending Story? Remember that, remember that one? Um, <laughs> here's, this season's, here's this season's musical number. Mike Wheeler singing a song. Um, it's a dramatic Don't. monologue, actually. That's that's no. what surprised all the duffers. Like, not yeah. that he got really emotional, but he just sang this great number. Maybe who knows? Who knows at this point? To be honest, like uh, season three gave us wizard robes and never-ending story, so we don't actually know. 
But I did say uh, things go wrong. That's oh, how it's yeah. going to end up. Because um, yeah, season four isn't going to be a happy ending. It's going to be no. a dramatic cliffhanger and then we have to wait another two years. Uh, We've that's my said this. We've said this. Me and you have said this since the get-go of this podcast, I think, that we think season four is going to end on a cliffhanger. Like, it's not going to be neatly wrapped up. I know that two and three didn't... I know they weren't all, like, neatly wrapped up and they could... But, like, one, season one, could have ended with season one. Season two could have ended with season two. Season three could have ended... Like, ultimately, if there'd been a cancellation, it, it, it could have been the end. It would have been annoying. It but... would have been annoying, but it could have been... This is not going to end on any type of, oh, this could be the end. This is going to be the biggest cliffhanger that we have ever seen. And it's going to be like a, what the hell? Hmm. Yeah, I I think that's, that seems to be the general consensus on the internet as well. That this isn't coming out a uh, happy, everyone's okay ending. I think we'll get a death in this episode. Well, from, I don't know who... It'll be a minor character. I, I don't know. I think... I know we said ages ago we think it'll be a party member, but I think... I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it now, actually. Mike's monologue is actually on his deathbed. Yeah, he's laying there and just... That's it. While singing. He's actually singing Empty Chairs, Empty Tables. I was going to uh, say Empty Chairs, Empty Tables. He, he's the Marius of season four. That's what's happening there. Oh, dear. I feel like we've gone mad. So that that's my season four. That's my season four. I I think. I mean, we're we we're pretty similar. I think. Yeah, just like a couple of episodes, that we're thinking things a little later, but I think we're generally thinking a similar kind of thing. Interestingly, I think our season four also uh... doesn't have Will. I was going to say. I was just thinking this. Uh, it doesn't have Will. And it doesn't have Joyce. Uh, basically, doesn't have the buyers. In it, um, doesn't have our favorite characters, but that's no. you know we're we're mentally preparing ourselves. I don't I don't know. I I'm gonna hang on to the very slim chance that Will maybe has something to do. I think it will be a missed opportunity. If and I, I've said this from the start, I think it'll be a missed opportunity if they kind of just leave everything that's gone on with Will. To nothing. We know there's a connection yeah. to the mind flayer still. He's mm-hmm. literally living with L. There, give him a storyline. <laughs> There's literally Please. no excuse. I just don't want, and this is my fear, because Noah obviously did another little interview. I don't know how reliable this one is. I can't remember the magazine, like J14 or something, even posted around where he said um, that the bias storyline is a lot more, he's part of the more comical storyline mm. this year, which I'm a bit like, cool. Um, but then at the same time, I guess you could say that Scoops Ahoy, the Scoops Troop, was the comical storyline. Of season three, and I mean, from what we've seen in the season four teasers, it doesn't look like they're having the best time, to be honest. Yeah. So, I, I think his storyline really is going to be a lot more growing up based again, especially since he has said he's busy being a third wheel again. And I think it's going to be more, as much as I hate the fact it's very much his storyline from season three recycled, I hope that if they're doing it this time, they do it. And no matter what that storyline is, just don't start the storyline for Will and then just end it, never touch on it again. Let Will actually process what it's mean to him to be a third wheel, why it's bothering him, 
or just let him shout at Mike. Let Mike shout at him and just let them talk it out. Let the boys talk, essentially, because I think, you know, he's there. Just do it. (laughs) Literally, just do it. Don't shy away from it. That is... That's what I want for Will, to be honest, in season four. If you're not going to make him the mind flayer that I would love, just at least let him have it out with Mike. Just let him shout. But at the same time, what Mike also needs to do is that he also needs to let out a lot. Because, and this is my fear, and someone actually said this to us in one of the comments as well, that agree about comments about Mike, that they feel like he's kind of been pushed into the boyfriend role. A little bit, which is a shame because, you know, I really hope they are kind of backing up this point of he, you know, someone's looking out for him this time, checking in with him. And the fact he gets his monologue, I just, I really hope this is a good opportunity actually for both Mike and Will and even Elle, to be honest. I feel like Elle gets pushed into hero girlfriend as well. She's a person who's been through so much trauma. I think for all three of them, if you're not going to go with a really dramatic storyline as in previous seasons, let this be a season for them of character development. Like, that's, I think, that's a general consensus of what most people want from the buyers. And I think a lot of people are expecting it, which is a worry. Um, but please. <laughs> that's, I, I think that's, that would be a good thing, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you haven't already told us your ideal and perfect season four, um, do let us know uh, on various places over the websites. In, I was going to say over the websites, over the internet, what your ideal season four is. I don't know why I said websites. My brain is fried. But those places where you can tell us those things are Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast or on YouTube and Tumblr or Hawkins Do You Copy. And you can find us to talk to us about these things. Well, listen and then talk to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible.com, or listen on your little Alexa device. Uh, Hawkins, do you copy? Yes. I mean, you did it. You did it. Well done. I did it. Didn't wait a week. I just waited an hour. <laughs> well done. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast, and we will see you next week. Over and out.